Welcome back, one and all, to the HBO Boys podcast discussing Moon Knight, Season 1, Episode 3, The Friendly Type. Directed by Mohamed Diab, back for the third episode after directing the pilot, and written by a, a bunch of other people. Anyway, I, Adam is with me. Say hi. Hello. Before you start, I want to make note of something that we we didn't say last episode. Yeah. Or the first episode. Yeah. This this show has a fire soundtrack. Yeah. Like that Middle Eastern like EDM like it's so good. Like you're walking into oh. a hookah bar. Yeah. Dude, the the credits of episode 2 were I listened I like re-listened to the credits because the music was so fire. And then same thing on uh on this episode. I just I appreciate the change that Marvel has in their soundtrack, let's say. I'll say it. I'll be brave enough to say it. Best soundtrack okay. Marvel Universe. I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, what else does it have to compare to? Iron Man with ACDC, really? That's sure, sure. And I'm glad you brought up Iron Man because Oscar Isaac, at the beginning mm-hmm. of all of this, said that Moon Knight was a character study. And the first character study, real one, since Iron Man because it doesn't have any previous context in the universe you're just meeting a dude named mark or steven or whoever the third personality is moon knight moon moon knight (laughs) of some the knight of the moon mr knight but i'm having an issue okay and that is how much studying of a character can you be doing when said character is the avatar of a god yeah that's true Uh, tony stark was very different, you know. His whole backstory was very interesting. <laughs> right, uh, with Tony Stark captured and stuff like that. But billionaire, know. philanthropist, playboy. playboy has a cool suit, metal Batman, you could say. Yeah, except very cool for cars. Fact, yeah, he's just not hiding from anything. Yeah, Iron Man, that is, as mm-hmm. Moon Knight and Batman are. But right. yeah, so. James, by the way, will be joining us momentarily. I'm sure everyone's excited for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But let's discuss on a broad spectrum the third episode of sure. Moon Knight. What were your initial feels? Like, at the end of the episode, what was the first thing that came to your brain? Disappointment, mainly. Really? Yeah. I liked, loved. I'll say loved the last mm. five minutes of this episode. Visually okay. stunning and... A lot of the threads of the episode and of the first three episodes together came together. And Mm -hmm. we are now halfway through the season. Uh, It's just so many parts of this episode were good within itself. Mm -hmm. My major issue doesn't come from the episode or the ideas that they are trying to get across. My major issue, which has now presented itself, especially in episode three, and I just, I knew, I just knew this was coming, where Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight take a back seat to, hey, by the way, the world of Marvel has Egyptian gods too. Celestials. Sure. Actual gods. How many other religions are real by the way uh we don't we don't know we don't I mean, know you would assume is this assuming that anything like that would be real because we got norse gods yeah thor odin all that 
Yeah, but they, they live gosh. somewhere else. That's a little different. They live somewhere else that got destroyed, True, to be fair. But it's still like, you know, on Earth, even they, they said it in the in the Marvel movies. You know, I've read about Odin. I've read about Loki. Like, it was mythology in the world, but it ended up being real. So I wonder if that's what, what like, the broader picture is here, that any religion or belief in culture is actually real. I, just, I think that's cool to think about because there's they could go forever. I mean, <laughs> essentially forever creating stuff. What I did like about this episode, too, is they referenced the Magi. Sure. And I just I got heavy Brendan Fraser vibes. The mummy. As much yeah. as we can bring up the mummy, we will. Because <laughs> honestly, where was Brendan? Where was he? He would have made this better. Listen, they're <laughs> cherry picking mythologies. Marvel yes, yeah, always yeah. has. Yeah. And that's fine. The problem comes where they claim that they're going to dive deep into who Mark Spector is. And they're really not, or they haven't yet, and they're three episodes in. We are getting bits and pieces from his backstory. What does his wife not know? What is being hinted at what happened at that dig site, quote unquote? Conchu, I find very annoying. A a little bit, and I'm kind of bummed about it, honestly, because I I was prepared to like that character, or... Prepared to like that aura, the badass, like, kind of floating god. His design is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. My problem with him is that he's fucking annoying. Like, he just, <laughs> all of the he's things. He's a comedic he's, relief a little bit. Even that, not really. Like, yeah. I, I, listen, I think he's supposed to come off sometimes as a comedic relief. To me, he doesn't. To me, yeah. he's just getting in the way of story at all times. Yeah. Uh, and then, not all times. I'll take that back. Like 90% of the time he's getting in the way of the story. And then 10% of the time he's pushing story forward, exposition dumping till we get to a, a new place where Mark Spector didn't have a choice to get to. Right, right. Wait. James is here. Oh, hello. Hi. James, now that you're here, we've been discussing, just to give you a little context, fill you in, we are still in the first half of this uh, podcast where it is a spoiler-free feelings, feel where we say our mm-hmm. feelings. And currently discussing how uh, I think Conchu is annoying. I think cherry picking mythologies is getting old. And I think Oscar Isaac saying that this is a character study is full of shit because how much of a character study can you actually do when you're dealing with the avatar of a god who uh, I I don't believe has a a sliver of free will almost the entire time? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really down. What'd you feel? (laughs) With Moon Knight generally. I don't really know, even at this point, like what his powers are. Is just he, he fights good, I guess. Well, he, he, his his um, armor is healing. Yeah, I heard I think that. You said it, yeah, it gives him a healing factor. Right, he's Wolverine slash Batman, and assumably, you know, he gets strength powers. But yeah, yeah, you really don't know. But you're right. He can punch good. Yeah. He can squeeze good. He gets mm-hmm. stabbed a lot, and he's like, shut up, get out of here. He's like, whatever, toothpicks. There's a part in this episode where he has a large, just a large slab of wood put through his entire body, and he's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and to what Ryan's point a moment ago about how swapping between characters, and I know that that is done because there's like a mystery going on, and so they, they're swapping perceptions 
so that we don't have all the information, so we're trying to solve the mystery, but, I mean, aside from solving whatever the mystery is, that, for me, and maybe I'm just stupid, but, like, I, a lot of times I don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is that, it is that you're stupid. <laughs> it's that it you're is stupid. A little, it, it does feel a little, like, chaotic, though, but I think that's intentional to a degree. Yeah, I'm sorry but, I had to figure out this mm-hmm. way, James. You're a big old dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good to at least finally know. Yeah. Right? Now know the it. healing can begin. Yeah, right? Shut up. Like, 100%, but you're right, though. <laughs> Okay, listen, Uh, I think we've gotten far enough. And by the way, as always with these Marvel shows, when Mm -hmm. we start to dip into the negative, which even to me is annoying, even like as I'm feeling, I was watching the show. I was like, no, no, this podcast is going to suck because everyone's going to be so (laughs) mad again. But I think we got to get to the plot. So here's an ad. I'm glad we're doing a recap. I'm going to be really interested to find out what the plot of the show I just watched is. <laughs> okay, so season one, episode three, The Friendly Type begins. Haro and his followers discover the location of Amit's tomb. They follow the scarab. It points downwards and they're like, sick, we're here. In Cairo, Spectre and Grant both experience several unusual blackouts while tracking down a lead to Haro's location. So, the blackouts are occurring. Grant and Spectre don't know what's going on or who they are blacking out into. So, assumably, they Same. will be... Right. <laughs> Same. They will be introducing a third personality that we have not met yet. There is a third personality in the comics. Jack Doyle, I believe. He's a taxi driver. Uh, I don't know if if that's what they're going to do. But uh, when they come out of that blackout, Spectre and Grant, that is, and don't know what happened, whoever the third personality was, was definitely able to murder and yeah. <laughs> be good at fighting. So Intense is that intense murdering? And I know taxi drivers; they're great at murder and fighting. Uh, <laughs> just as a generality. Uh, so I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe with that. it's Travis Bickle from the movie Taxi Driver. Mm, he turns into a young Robert De Niro. It all makes sense. Hey, Kanchu, you talking to me? <laughs> because there are three other people in my mind you could potentially be talking to. So you have to be more specific. <laughs> I say that liking the show. I like the show. So I, I can see where your negatives are, but like, I do actually like this show. I think thank it's God a, you're a here, good, Adam. A for good almost di- it is though. <laughs> all of it, like it's a good difference from the, I mean, there is some parts of it that are absolutely cookie cutter boilerplate Marvel, but it's different. The setting is different enough for me anyway. It is in a different place. That is fun. It's in a different hey, listen, place. <laughs> I, I'm proud <laughs> of you, Adam. Gods. Okay, <laughs> you have you are in. Uh, you're just standing in like five feet of water with eighty foot waves of negativity at all times, I know. and you're just feel, like, "Wash over me, bitch!" I like I f- it. I feel like I'm on that interstellar planet where I'm about to get exploded by right. waves. And uh, except I actually do get exploded by waves and then slam cut credits roll. I feel like I'm on that planet, too, because uh, the time in which I'm watching the show feels like forever. (laughs) And we got a message from a listener who was like, why aren't you covering L.A. Vice? Right. Instead of Moon Knight. Right. Yeah, that that 
Excellent question. Such a good question. <laughs> yeah, we keep getting messages of like, hey, there's this new critically acclaimed HBO show happening. Why aren't you talking about it? And every time I read it, I'm like, God, that's, that's so you true. A, you make a solid <laughs> point, man. I, I'm not, listen, me, I don't know. And so if I don't know, then ah, James, do you know? Yeah, we got to talk to HBO boys corporate right, and, and see. See what 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 leeway we have in the contract. You know, oddly enough, Chad just got promoted to HR representative, which I think was a bad move. And Wait, not, what? Yeah, not not because I don't think he'll do a good job, just because I I don't need more confrontation with him. You know, is that real? No. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Adam, your head security. I'm so sorry. I thought you were truly being honest. We are, <laughs> like, we do I not. I thought have- he was an IT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at HBO Corp, Adam. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought you meant at his real job, his real life job. Then you're not listening. <laughs> I, I, I did zone out for a hot second. I was looking at something. <laughs> to be completely fair. After they fail to obtain information from Haro's followers, Kanchu causes a solar eclipse to call for a council of the Egyptian gods and their avatars who summon Spectre to a chamber inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. I hated this scene. I didn't like it because Haro was on the stand, basically, lying his ass off. Yeah, I didn't like that part either. The gods were like, give me evidence of his wrongdoing. And Mark Spector slash Conchu responded by screaming at the top of their lungs that they disagreed rather than give any evidence whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Why weren't they for one moment be like, hey, Arthur, where did you just pour it in from? Oh, Egypt? You're just doing here? He's like, yeah, I'm seeing the sand. Is that a crime? They're like, no. But like any of you gods, use your god powers, perhaps, and like look at what he's doing. His people are fucking digging as we speak. How do you not see this? Yeah, I agree with you on that. But I did like the whole like tension of the scene. Like before Haro came in, where Oscar Isaac was just shouting as Kanchu. Terrible. I, I, I liked that. Oh, I okay. liked it. Oh, great. I did. I thought it was. I thought it was like. I don't know. I just. I, I thought that was cool. That. Like he was using his body as like the physical voice. I don't know. It's just cool. And then Oscar Isaac, you know, you can say whatever you want about the show. I think Oscar Isaac is a wonderful actor. He is. He has done such a good job at like creating separate people in this show. And Oscar Isaac is a great actor. In fact, I think it's a throughput of all of these shows that Marvel does that. Of course, the acting is great. Of course, the directing is great. Of course, the visuals are amazing. They don't have a lack of money. They are <laughs> going to get all of those things no matter what. So and lack of writing. Right. No, it's not even lack of writing, although it is lack of writing. But like it's <laughs> it's not that. It's that the people who are writing it are given a outline at the beginning. That, as James has previously mentioned, is uh, wishy-washy bullshit that doesn't take any actual risks. Yeah, true. To talk about <laughs> this trial scene, though, I didn't like it either. I was getting sure. some Game of Thrones season eight vibes. It's like, I accused this character of being the bad guy in the story. Right. And then he's just like, "I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, he said he's not. So he's not, I guess. Yeah, it was a little abrupt. They they literally ended it like, he has done nothing. And then they were just like, adjourned. What I will say is, the most uncomfortable I feel in this show is listening to Haro walk around 
and the glass at all times in his shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I like that feeling. I like the feeling. Oh. I, I like any feelings, really. I'm tabula rasa, baby. I'm a blank slate. I have nothing left. I'm dead inside. So anytime something like that nice happens and makes me feel anything, I'm like, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> you like uh, shards of glass under your toesies. <laughs> Gross. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Conchu and Spectre attempt to inform the gods of Haro's plan to free Amit poorly, but the latter successfully denies the accusation when summoned because he, as you previously said, was like, I'm not. And they were like, that makes a lot of sense. The mm. avatar of the Egyptian goddess Hathor, whose name is Yatzel, uh, that's definitely not how it's said. It sounds like a <laughs> weird pretzel. Tells Spectre to find the sarcophagus of a magi who knew of the location of Amit's tomb. So go to another place and 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 do and do another thing. He then encounters Layla, his wife, or at least Mark Spectre's wife, who takes him to meet with Anton Mogart. I believe this is the actor who sadly lost his life in a skiing accident yes and i think you're right he will go on to be a super figure of some kind i can't exactly recall who he plays but that was a bummer because i realized it as it was happening i was like oh he's doing a good job too fuck Mm -hmm. he is an acquaintance of layla who owns the magi sarcophagus However, the meeting goes awry when Haro arrives, because he's just fucking everywhere, and <laughs> destroys the sarcophagus, forcing Spectre Grant and Layla to fight off Mogart's men and escape into the desert. Hence, the next five minutes of a fight scene where Moon Knight and Mr. Knight, is that his name? The Steven yeah. version? Yeah. Go back and forth. I did like the one part where... <laughs> where Steven slash Mr. Knight was like, okay, can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> can't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, was, he got stabbed. He was like, take the money back, take the money back. <laughs> yes, and that was the first time he was like, understood, in over yeah. my head. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, Mark, help me. And besides that, that part too, like, I, I actually didn't like this scene. Like, I didn't like this scene. I don't know how you felt about it, but. I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was, it was just weird. I don't know. It was just weird. I just watched Shang-Chi again recently, Ugh. which so had some good. of the best fight scenes in any movie mm-hmm. ever made, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. choreography was just not as good. And it no. felt like no. there the Marvel humor inside it, I honestly wasn't that mad at. I, I liked going back and forth between Steven and Mark here. In fact, the sure. clarity, the clarity that Steven had to be like, right, I need help. I was like, oh, my God, I've been waiting three fucking episodes for this. <laughs> yeah. We're starting <laughs> to understand each other a little bit. Because they passed off the torch a few times in this episode. Purposely. Yeah. Be- because they understand the value of the other one. Yes. and. That feels like a weight off my shoulders. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm the only one dealing with it. <laughs> so invested in this show, Ryan. I'm very... F- I'm invested in all shows. Dude, the This Is Us episode last night. By the way, so there's this tier of shows that I would never, ever watch myself. But my girlfriend watches them. So I watch them. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. But to be fair, the last two that I've been on this buckled-in ride where I don't have access to the buckle (laughs) was Euphoria, uh, the last season of which was so good. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere good, out of nowhere Mm -hmm. for me, everyone else understood that it was going to be good. 
Uh, and like visually, I think the best thing on television. And then This Is Us in its last season, bop after fucking bop, dude. Sure, it's lame as fuck, but holy <laughs> shit. Like they are nothing going, about it. So. You know what? The difference the and the the and listen, they're in their final season, so they have the ability to do this. But like they take swings that are I just I envy, especially after watching something like Moon Knight, where I think there is room for a large swing and it's yeah. just not being taken. I hope they do. But there's only three episodes left. So. I basically haven't like enjoyed I, I liked Spider Man. Yeah. Uh three. And then like everything else Marvel has done last year, uh I just feel so em- apathetic about have we grown out of it i think i'm no i think i'm just gonna become an insane dc fanboy weird um no why stop stop showering and having sex understood think about okay think about dc movies and and write death threats to hbo warner executives telling them to i don't know release the ezra miller cut of flash (laughs) once they cut him out this makes a lot what's, of sense to me. Sign me up. <laughs> what's the update on the Ayer cut? Uh, it's. I mean, I think people have just moved on. You're our update on all things Ayer. But uh, I will tell you that things not looking so good in the DCEU because yeah. Ezra Miller just can't stop committing crimes. He's a psycho. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like let loose on the island of Hawaii, all of which oh, hates him. Unbelievable. You just gotta imagine like they're sitting. They're like Ezra. Just, just don't fuck up, and we'll give you. $20 million. And he's like, no, I refuse. Sounds good. I'm going to go body slam a stranger <laughs> at a Starbucks. Again. <laughs> he's in the new Fantastic Beasts, which all the reviews for are incredibly negative. Are they really? Yeah, they're just like, oh. there's no magic anymore. And no Johnny Depp. Right, which is horse shit. Although, what's the guy's name? I can never say. I will botch his name so Mads Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. I, I like love him. him yeah. Oh, no, yeah, of great. course he's great. But it's the same thing as I just said about Marvel ha- and Disney yeah, having sh- all the money yeah. in the world. Fantastic yeah, Beasts and Where to Find Them. WB has all the money in the world. There was no way they were just going to be like, who should take over for Johnny Depp? Uh, maybe a snail who can talk. Same thing with with like the Sony Spider-Man universe they're trying to get going. Yeah. Like they they they're just doing it going through the motions it's like they absolutely take no care of trying to make it any good at all they're trying they're like, to no, ride the put wave something out there sure with tom yeah. hardy i think that 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 argument stands up but not with jared leto <laughs> jared leto is out of his fucking mind yeah and and hiring him was a large mistake although i don't think if you had put i don't know Leonardo DiCaprio. Choose a fucking actor who's better than Jared Leto and make him Morbius. Make him Morpheus. I don't think anybody could have made that uh, movie fucking bearable. I have not watched it yet, and I'm intrigued. Like, what Marvel is putting out is just bland, like, pablum. What Sony's putting out is low-effort dog shit. And, like, at least... Every now and then you get like a weird DC movie, like the Batman, not a perfect movie, but I still liked it a lot because it was weird and risky. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Joker. Mm. Does DC have the ability to do that because they're the redheaded stepchild now? Like, and by the way, (laughs) like the very rich redheaded stepchild, but they are second in this race and 
it doesn't look like they're going to take the number one spot anytime soon, except for the fact that, as you just said, they're going to continue taking larger swings than Marvel because they have the ability to do so. Yeah, Marvel's resting on their laurels. Like, they're, they're just going with what they know sells. Sony is, Sony is like when you're taking a class and you like you turn in the bare minimum because you're like, well, I can at least get a C. I won't fail the class. I'll just turn <laughs> something in. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> P.S. And by the way, I have to say this over and over again, especially like every third to fifth episode of any of these Marvel shows when we slip into the ether of hate is mm. we are the minority as always. And we, this is going to get us another one star review on Apple that, uh, that, they, well, to, to those one star reviewers, you, to you those one star reviewers, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Yeah. Show. You know what? One star reviewers, you, your avatar is Adam. Your avatar is Adam. And you should be so fucking lucky. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, like, comment, subscribe, guys. Tell me all the good things. Yeah. I'll repeat them on the show. I'll do it. Don't even tempt me. I mean, I don't hate Moon Knight. I, I, I have, I feel nothing about it. You're just <laughs> mediocre. That's yeah, worse. It just it's like there it's, for it's, you. It's like plain yogurt. That's worse. <laughs> feeling nothing, feeling apathy is so much worse. I want to get one or one or both of you guys to watch Morbius and and do that. I'll with watch me. it. So, like at least I can feel something. No, but, but like then you'll watch it and you'll like it. No, <laughs> Shane. Absolutely, he absolutely would. No, I know it, I know it, it looks yeah, terrible. I, I can just see it now. Ryan <laughs> it and I were like, this is those dog shit, the worst we've ever seen. Adam's like, oh, I don't know. I think you're being too yeah, harsh. I don't think it was that bad. It had its moments. I like when he sucked the blood. Hey, can a vampire be a superhero? No, I think so. I just want Wesley Snipes' blade. Vampires cannot be superheroes. A cornerstone of a vampire is eating people for sustenance. No, I don't know. They could be. They'll. There's. There's. There's light at the end of this vampire tunnel. Did you ever? uh, Speaking of vampires, did you ever see? The Santa Clara diet. Santa Clarita diet. The Santa Clara diet on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, I I saw some of that. It's It's Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. And Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. I love that guy. Did we finish the recap, by the way? No. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that show, she eats people. It's funny, though. I like it. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Good, good, good. Grant is able to assemble a set of fragments from the sarcophagus into an ancient star map. That's when Mark gives up his body for Grant, again, understanding the other one's value. Thank Christ. And... The map, though, is 2,000 years out of date. Kanchu then uses his powers to briefly turn back the night sky to resemble the map, understanding the cost of this action, which would be that the other gods, which he very recently told him if he did shit like that again, they were going to turn him to a rock. This all is allowing Grant and Layla to find the location of Amit's tomb. However, Kanchu is then imprisoned by the other gods, leaving Grant and Spectre's body unconscious and powerless, which pleases Haro from afar. What I will say is, Kanchu apparently didn't know that that was going to happen, because he was like, oh, uh, Layla, I mean, Steven, tell Mark that they ha- you have to come free me. Uh, I'm sure w- when I get turned to stone, you'll just be totally fine and not half dead. Okay, but I'm stone. <laughs> I felt okay about that scene though, largely. Oh, I loved it actually. Yeah. Like that's, but why I loved it is because, hey, the sky was turning. Yeah. Yeah. 
The it sky was turning. Kanchu looked very cool. Uh, Layla on her like weird hollow pad mapping hated the night that. sky hated that. That was stupid. Yeah. That was cringy as fuck. But the rest of it, very like everything that happened between Mark and we've I've said it too many times now, but Mark and Steven understanding the value of each other, and then yes. the night sky moving completely, and then there being an actual cost to actions. Kanchu understanding said cost, but still doing it because he understands that he has to move forward or they all have to move forward or a large genocide will occur mm-hmm. that all great the previous 45 minutes i could have done without <laughs> just give me that one scene where they turn back time this guy if i could turn, turn back, back time, time i will watch that scene <laughs> on you. youtube y- yes yeah 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 I will know. I will, that's truly how I rate shows now. I really want a statue of Kanchu on my desk. That'd be sick. I he he's so cool looking. God damn it! I think I'm gonna watch Tokyo Vice. Okay, <laughs> you should do a solo show about Tokyo Vice. You owe me a solo show. So, wow, the silence is Why? deafening. Anyway, See, well, if it's if it's any good, I'll tell you guys. Then maybe you'll watch it. Yeah, we can talk about what, it. where is that show? Where is it? Aaron? It's, well, it's right here on HBO. Max. Oh, it is. An, it is an HBO. Listen, I just feel like I learned nothing new about these characters this episode, and the question yeah. of whether characters yeah, no. have free will in the world or the Marvel universe filled with celestials and actual gods has become further muddied by this episode and this entire series. I'm just very filler. I'm not interested in learning the emotional minutia of a puppet. I don't mm. care. Why should sentence. I care? Tell me. Why should so, I care? So, like, am I am I on the right track here? The, the, they got to find the tomb before the bad guy because the bad guy gets there first. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Pretty the bad much. guy is okay. already digging that shit up. Yeah, he's there. Okay. So, like, he has a way head start. And his avatar didn't just get turned into a goddamn rock. And we got three he's episodes just- left. Three episodes left. All right. We haven't even met Let's that. Let's go deity Moon Knight. I honestly, like, I, I can't just, I can't stop thinking about the Moon and Knights. The Moon and Knights? Aquatine Hunger yeah. I'm waiting for him to, to be like, activate the quad laser. Mm. You know it's good when there's four lasers. I, uh, I also want it to be known, I am rooting for this show. I'm rooting for all of the Marvel properties. I sure. want them to be good. I think Doctor Strange is going to be good. In fact, oh, when so. it's not, if it's not, I will be insanely disappointed. Because it feels like from the trailers, they're actually taking the swing that I always want them to take in that movie. And uh, it is setting me up perhaps for a, a large amount of disappointment. But Shang-Chi was amazing. It, that was a freaking came out of nowhere, dude. I eh. had no intention you to say, really eh? care about it. Did you hate it? <laughs> I fucking hate you. I didn't hate it again. I thought it was. Oh, uh, I felt God. nothing. It's fine. When what's the last movie that ended? The credits are rolling, and it devastated you positively and/or negatively. Mm, I really liked the Batman. I thought it was okay, good. Good. I mean, pick I didn't a, think it was perfect. Pick another I, one. I, 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 Not I that one. Again. Uh, well, I, we we just Adam, other Adam, and I talked about the latest Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which uh, I thought I you hated it. Reaction to it. yeah, I mean it was really bad, but I still enjoyed <laughs> watching it. Sure, I just watched Gerard Carmichael's. This is on HBO. Gerard Carmichael's new stand-up special, uh, Rothaniel, directed by Bo Burnham. Uh, that truly oh. affected me. It was so fucking good. 
But it is, you know what? It's one of those comedy specials where they're like, it's not like uh, one of them, like Bo Burnham directed it. So you can kind of get this vibe right from the very beginning because it was a lot like watching Inside where you're like, a lot of that wasn't funny. It made me feel feelings, which is cool. And then some right. of it was actually very funny. In fact, the funny parts like side glanced you off out of nowhere, which sometimes can hit even harder. But Rothaniel should win every award in the goddamn world. It's like so good. But it is... Uh, and it's my fault. It's not, it's a little entertainment's fault for not taking any risk whatsoever, for, for being risk averse and for mm. being uh, money hungry simultaneously. Uh, and for those two things to have a correlation, which is a bummer. Uh, oh, uh, we say like superhero exhaustion. Or, but it's really entertainment exhaustion. There's a lot. It's the amount of time I look down on my phone and see like 30 second TikToks that <laughs> I like or don't like and right. I save the ones I do and I, and I go back. It, it is that I, I, I am intaking content on such a constant basis that for me to truly feel anything, and this is, I think, like <laughs> a large American problem, but like for me to truly feel anything, it takes a lot, it takes too much. Of drugs. Not enough <laughs> drugs. <laughs> I gotta say, I had an emotional reaction to the trailer of Jenny Slate's stop motion film, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, mm. based on their YouTube series of <laughs> you one did, minute You uh, did send that yes. to the group chat. It, it's the <laughs> voice. It good. I'm psyched. It's the voice, man. It just gets me. Something that innocent. <laughs> You know, wow. it's just a little shell and it has a one googly eye, eye. Yeah. and it sounds like this. And, and, right. I, it's not even an inch tall. No, and <laughs> you're just rooting for it because it's the it's, underdog. It's there, little boots. It has in it that, you know what, Adam, you found the essence of it. Yeah. That fucker has little boots. It's got little boots. You know what show did it did a, a positive emotional response for me? Truly a positive emotional response where I did not see it coming. Ted Lasso? I think. Ted, dude, you fucking got it. I did it. <laughs> like Ted Lasso did something that I don't think a, any show on television in the last five years has done for me. Oh, man. It was so, so well done. And if you haven't seen it, anyone who's listening, I highly recommend you, you watch Ted Lasso. It is so good. Laughed cried felt i mean it was it was truly a roller coaster of all of visual emotion it was crazy the anger i felt at the end of the season was palpable dude yeah and and that's where it shows that it does it so good because the whole show you felt a certain way and then something like that happens and i'm not gonna spoil it but you know what happens ryan i fucking know it happens and you get visually angry (laughs) i was physically angry and no show has no show has done that to me he did a poopy truly have done that to me yeah i had to change like seven pairs of underwear yeah he shit through all of them (laughs) it it was weird how it got in the ones still in the drawers but it but that show was so good and then the uh, one that's close second is is probably yellow jackets that one came out of nowhere for me yeah that one was different just because yeah well, it had the cannibal thing going for it. Yeah, there was cannibalism. Right. Love it. Love that stuff. Go listen to our episode about it. We talked about it. Seriously. Yeah, it's a good episode. Need more cannibal stories. Uh, this is how I know that when it, the, the I wish Chad was here because he'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Just <laughs> like things. 
Don't be haters. You're you're drinking the haterade. Or maybe he's sitting there watching this episode and being like, oh no. They're right. Oh, no, he'll never say they're he'll never say we're yeah. right, but it, Ooh, yeah. he'll like apathetically agree on one to two <laughs> points and then be like, You guys are really Thank you for joining us for Moon Knight episode three, season one. It has been a wild ride. I apologize for everyone who really, really liked the episode uh, and the show uh, for going in a negative direction. I really, I was, I was rooting for you. You listened to the first two episodes and you were like, Oh my God, finally. Finally, they're doing something <laughs> where they're not <laughs> shitting on it the entire time. Like, like mid thirties dick bags. <laughs> Full of privilege and hate, but <laughs> I hey, I, I I like it. I like it. Adam so Bebe. there's your ten percent. Yeah, is that good enough for Riyad you? Riyad likes it, right? I, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. He has liked it so far. I'd like to take this time now to thank our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get to join the Discord and talk directly to us and tell us uh, how our hate negatively affects you. Thank you to Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dawn, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Dale Levin, Westworld, Craig, John Jurors, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas for the money. And I'm Ryan. And I'm Chad. And I'm James. And we're us. Tired. <laughs> Shut the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>